Hey, how you doing, Purpose Claremont? Hey, I just wanted to share um, out of Matthew 11, um, 28 to 30. And honestly, this came out of such an incredible time um, this past Monday uh, with our home church. Just absolutely blew my mind. It wasn't even me. Like I was just, I mean, I've, we've, we've, if you've been in the church for a while, you've read this, you've heard this, you've heard messages on this. It's just amazing how God just keeps taking his word and going deeper with it, with us. This came from Robert Redd. Um, those who are part of Purpose Claremont, um, he's, if you've never met him, a lot of times, most of the time, he's up there doing welcoming. He's shepherding us during the welcoming time and giving us announcements and just does such a great job. He had such a great insight um, along with everyone else who was in there, but his just kind of stood out. So I want to make sure I gave him props um, for it, um, that God used him to really speak to me. Um, but let me pray and then I'll, then I'll quickly share about it. Jesus, thank you. Uh, for what this passage now means to me because of a brother that you spoke to and through, and I was blessed by it. And then the whole community, I mean, the whole home church crew, they were just speaking things about this. It just blew my mind. Um, I just want to thank you. I want to thank you for that community that you've given me, that we see each other's family, true family, and then for the way that you just spoke to me through my brothers and my sisters um, during our time together. And so I pray it's a blessing and a help to those who are listening to this. We love you. We pray this in your name. Amen. So Jesus says this, Come to me, all who labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. <clears throat> we looked at um, the last podcast out of Isaiah 30, where God says it's, it's, out, of, it's out of repentance and rest that you'll, that, that you'll find salvation. Or it's wording something like that. Repentance and rest. And so come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And he, then he says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly heart, and you will find rest for your souls. And he says, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So a couple things that stood out when you get to the end, he says, my burden is light. Well, realize that there is still a burden in following Jesus. And really following Jesus costs me everything the rest of my life. Salvation is the free gift that's given to me. Once I decide and surrender to Jesus, once I hear the call of God and I surrender to him as a follower of Jesus, it's not that salvation's free. Jesus paid for it. It's really priceless, but we don't pay for it. So salvation's given to me when I say yes to following Jesus. When I say, Jesus, you are worth it. I'll give up everything to follow you. I confess, I say that he is like your Lord of my life. According to Romans chapter 10, 9 and 10, I confess it. My life will follow my declaration because that's what the word confess means. And then I believe you died on the cross, came back from the dead. The word actually says that, and I believe that you um, that you came back from the dead. Well, that's connecting me to he died in my place. And because he was resurrected, I now have victory over sin and death. And so there is that that happens. But following him costs me everything. But that burden is light compared to um, like what the religious leaders were putting on them just added like added weight upon weight upon weight. They can never, ever do enough good things. They can never be right before God. It's almost like God's always just looking for a reason to be ticked off. But here's the thing. Come to me. I love, I've always loved that. It's about you coming personally to Jesus. All who labor and are heavy laden. And he says, I'll give you rest. And you say it's like rest for your souls down in verse 29. But then look at twenty, the beginning of 29. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Here's what was pointed out. I'd never thought of it, never seen it. 
Jesus says, take my yoke upon you. When you yoke oxen, you take the two oxen, you put this yoke on them. Uh, you, don't put a, you don't put a yoke on an, on an ox and a donkey because they're not equally yoked. The oxen is just a workhorse will continue and the donkey can become stubborn and when it doesn't want to work, it'll just stop and you're not going to move it. So you put two things <clears throat> yoked together that will continue to work hard together. Well, the yoke is always connected. It's not like one. It's like, take my yoke upon. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. That I get to be yoked, quote unquote, yoked to Jesus. I get to be yoked to him. He's inviting me to work, move forward, to walk with him. And the verse that came to my mind as we kept talking about it was, it's out of Micah chapter 6, verse 8, where it's like, hey, what does the Lord require of you to act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God? He wants us to walk. He invites us to personally walk with him, to be yoked with him, and then learn from him. So he wants to instruct us and teach us. Friends, this is such a personal, this is such a personal passage. This is such a personal statement from the God of the universe who created everything who's inviting us to come specifically and personally to him. And it's kind of like all you who labor and are heavy laden and I'll give you rest. No, I mean, he, it's just beautiful. And to think that I'm yoked to Jesus, I get to learn from Jesus, which means he's going to instruct me. And this Jesus, as he's walking with me and I'm walking with him, and I'm there's times where I'm failing and I feel like I'm messing up and I'm not quite getting it. What is God like? Jesus says, for I'm gentle and I'm lowly in heart. I'm humble. I'm gentle and I'm humble. And you're going to find rest for your souls. Even during those times when he's using discipline, when he's disciplining me, using things that are difficult in my life, and he's disciplining me and training me up, it's still rest for my soul. Because that discipline, even though it's not enjoyable in the moment, the writer of Hebrews in chapter 12 says, it produces this peace. It produces good. The fact that I'm going through something that's so difficult. So it's for my good. I'll find rest as I take on the burden that comes with Jesus, but I'm yoked to Jesus. I don't even have to do it by myself. So it's not that I'm put into a red wagon and I give in a Starbucks when I surrender to Jesus and he pulls me along. No, no, no. I say, Jesus, I want to follow you wherever you go. And the rest of my life, I get to take steps with him. And there'll be some burdens that come my way. And those are for my good. He's training me up to make me look more and more like him and to experience what it's like to really know Christ the power of his resurrection, like Paul was saying, and even the fellowship of sharing in his suffering. I mean, everything that makes up who Jesus is. So it's not a red wagon. I'm walking with him. There'll be some burdens, but those burdens are light compared to the burdens and the labor that come without Jesus. That's a beautiful passage. So again, it's Matthew chapter 11, starting verse 28 to 30. Man, maybe type that out. Stick it on your mirror. Stick it somewhere where you see it and and just whenever you're just feeling it just remember the invitation come to me jesus himself is saying just come to me who all who labor and are heavy laden and i will give you rest what kind of rest rest for your souls we get to be yoked to jesus he's gentle and humble in heart we'll find rest for our souls because his yoke is easy and his burden is light I pray it's a blessing for you. I pray you're just reminded of how much Jesus loves you. Hope you have a great day, and we'll talk again soon.